you see the uh, Jimquisition that he put out about um, loot boxes? No, I don't like. Uh, I don't like him. He is, that was such a thoughtful video. I, he, I don't. I don't find him. Yeah, like I. I, I, I'll give it a, a check. I've, I, I'll, I'll give it a look. But I, I've and I've listened. I've, I've listened to him a lot, especially like around the time that like Anthem launched. But um, I, I don't like him. I don't know. Like he's, he's that, uh, that group of the gaming culture that is like takes it a little bit too. Like is like a little bit conspiracy theorist and like hateful and angry and like it's like the, he's like the right wing of video game conspiracy uh video games where he just like shits on every company and has like a really weirdly negative outlook that i feel like most people that would listen to him would just be like go on and be like uh, you know talking about triple a go to reddit and then just you know mockingly use his lingo huh well that's your monologue on jim sterling this is uh what's i mean it wasn't well presented i mean i i mean i generally don't like a, a lot of his humor like i i don't always disagree with his points i generally don't like a lot of his humor and i really hate his voice really hate the voice for the week of july 6th but it doesn't take a lot for me to hate a british person an english person welcome ryan welcome james thank uh, you welcome to your podcast too th- this week this week video games this week uh they're out i've been playing they're them. about how about those video games what do you got what do I got? I mean, the I haven't been playing a lot of new things. I've wanted to play Bloodstain, but I've been a little bit too busy. What I happened, what I did get a chance to play last night was Apex season two. Oh, yeah, that just came out last week on the um, what is it, on the third? How do you like it? Was it the third? Oh, I love I love Second. it. Um, Isn't it so good? Isn't it's very it good. It's it's air? very good. I, I'm I'm super impressed. I'm super impressed. Uh, because I think before that launch, we were like, uh, we were talking about it on the podcast that hasn't gone up yet that I got to finish. Um, but before that launched, uh, we were talking about how like they, they are, they respawn was hurting apex just by being so silent with the community. And I think that for, uh, games that are a service, you need to constantly, uh string you need that carrot on a stick you need like the the community ready for excited for the next thing so that it doesn't feel like the game is just like wallowing in a certain state and i never thought that apex wasn't fun but it's just like one of the reasons why that's important is that uh they have to get you excited for new content because if you don't know if new content is coming or when it's coming, then all these other games are constantly like a lot of live service games are constantly like talking about the next patch and the next big thing. Yeah. And be, if you if you're just silent, then it's just like, well, you know, this is an exciting game. Like like game B has all this stuff coming out and the developers yeah, are talking sure. about the next thing and, and it's exciting. And then, you know, Apex is like. It's Apex this week and it's Apex next week. They got to come out with so. So, so let's new. talk a little bit about what changed, right? So everything. That, that's two, why. That's, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make great conversation. It doesn't. So, what the but, start it, but of it basically two, is, isn't it? Am I wrong? Uh, they did a bunch of things, right? So they rebalanced some characters. Uh, they rebalanced some weapons. They added in some new um, attachments. Tons that, of new weapons. I feel like. That, uh, they didn't, and they put in one new weapon. Well, and two new. That's arguable. Because uh, that's arguable because there's a lot of guns that like were hardly in the game and then now are in the game. Yeah. Massive changes to the map is, is I think 
the big draw for a lot of people. And I'm talking like one of the issues that I had, one of the criticisms I had with Apex Legends is that uh, there was a lot of copy pasting with the map design and with buildings. Yeah, the buildings are. And there were two areas that were like almost exactly the same uh, that were, and it was really lame. Uh, So with season two, they've removed all the sameness from the map and have essentially made each area feel more unique. Yeah. Right. And and they, and they did it in a really cool way that also uh, they didn't get rid of any areas of the map that people liked all the areas that they got rid of. I was like good riddance to that. Um, and additionally, they released a new character, Watson, who I think has a really strong identity and actually does have quite an effect on the meta, especially in ranked, which is the other big change to season two is that they've added a ranked mode. So a lot of things is, that but, people yeah. have wanted. Yeah, uh, uh, I've been playing ranked uh, nonstop. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm impressed because uh, very... Like, I know Respawn's thing has been, like, you know, not talk about it and then just do it. And that's good um, for the most part. Uh, it's hard to hate on that. But it is frustrating on the other side when it's, like, I'm just a week before that saying that season, you know, season three to me, or season two didn't look that crazy. And it's, like, they, they waited so long to do anything. And then season two patch notes come out. And it's like every area of the game is getting touched up. I, I think for me, like the biggest thing that that I didn't expect but was so excited about was the uh, gun rebalances and the new hop-ups. I remember all I've been saying, I've been saying this from the beginning is like, I want more hop-ups. I really like hop-ups. And uh, I really like the way that they like modify guns in interesting ways or like make a gun feel like impressive. And it's a cool way to like get a power fantasy going where you can make a balance disparity if it's like not that just picking up this gun is good on its own but if you get the hop up and you get some of the attachments then you can feel like yeah you're kind of broken like the gun is like a little too yeah, good so so with that said though uh one of the hop up combinations did release uh way 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 too strong they already had to put out a balance patch uh to dial it back uh, yes so essentially yeah there's this gun the alternator which was it was always kind of like a, a, you know, it was like you'd, you'd exchange it for something else. See, that, that's what that's what I. But this but, is a big yeah. thing. Like, I'm sorry to interrupt you quick, yeah. but I, I was saying like they added, they did add guns to the game because it's not yeah. just the L star. It's like there were so many guns that were afterthoughts, and now they have at least a purpose. Yes. So you'd exchange it for something else. Uh, but the new hop ups they added, one of them is called uh, hammer point rounds, which does more damage to unshielded targets. The other is disruptor rounds. Uh, which deal more damage to shielded targets. Uh, And the alternator with the disruptor rounds is pretty fucked up. Um, To put that out. Yeah. The thing that I would love to have these rounds do is I think it would be really cool if the disruptor rounds did more damage to shields and less damage to flesh. And the hammer points were the opposite. Less damage to shielded targets, more damage to flesh. Uh, so that you really get like that weapon swap utility out of it, and they don't have to sacrifice the power of those hop ups. Uh-huh. Um, and they would also make the guns act in a different way. And those are the hop ups that I really like. Uh, something like the select fire and the and the uh, turbocharger and the precision choke also, yeah. which actually alter the way that the guns work. 
as opposed to something like the skull piercer, which just modifies the damage values. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be a really cool balancing change. But overall, uh, really happy with those hop ups. I think it's cool to I, I personally love the idea of carrying like a backup weapon, like a P2020 or something where it's like, you know, you're in a fight with somebody, you shave their armor off, you're out of ammo. Instead of reloading, you switch to your P2020. Or your Mozambique. You hit them. Your Mozambique with hammer, with hammer yeah. point. So the P2020 is dealing 37 damage with that hammer point. Oh, that Mozambique, also has hammer point? Mozambique, 102 damage. Yeah. That's people crazy. Were, yeah, people were joking about that. But I mean, and I, I'm i so excited about that because it, it feels like they went a little bit back on their... Like, oh, you know, it's we're going to make Mozambique suck forever. Like, I, I feel like this is what people wanted. This is what I was asking for, too, is that if you don't want to make Mozambique just better, then make a, a hop-up for it so that the gun isn't just, like, completely non-existent. Like, right now, it's just like a... Like, previously, it was kind of like a waste of, like, the space. Like, the fact that it could generate instead of a useful gun was kind of frustrating. And all it meant was, like you drop down, you get in a scramble or something and you see the P20, the, the, the Mozambique and you almost like have to think like, is it fists or Mozambique to try and claw my way out of like a hot drop? And then someone else gets like a real gun and yeah. your Mozambique doesn't compare to it at all. And so now it, it, up, it actually yeah. has like a purpose. Like it's cool that it is, it is really cool to have these like finisher sidearms. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's also really cool that they uh, adjusted the legends a bit. They made it so that Mirage can cancel his ultimate early, uh, which means that you actually get the fantasy of Mirage that you kind of always dreamed about, right? Where he, uh, for those who don't know, he has an ability where his ultimate is he creates a bunch of decoys that stand still, and then he sort of fades out and can reappear. The problem is that when the game first came out, he didn't go fully invisible. Yeah, he didn't fade so out that hard. you can still see him pretty easily but now he's fully <laughs> invisible and you can cancel it early so you can actually pull up a weapon and start shooting which is really cool um they made it so that two of the larger framed characters in the game who were never played because of their size uh take 15 percent less damage now and are not slowed by gunfire so people are unironically playing those characters and it also really helps that they pair well with the new character, uh, Watson, who's able to create these um, defensive electric gates. And she yeah. can make a ton of them. So it really benefits the fact that the larger framed characters always had the more defensive play style because she rolls so well into that. Uh, and, and I think that kind of leads me to my next point, which is that ranked play. Uh, you get more rank for how long you survive in the game. So the idea of sort of having this slower play style with these characters who are more defensive is actually uh, pretty beneficial. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to just sit around all game. Also, I noticed that they they really uh, upped the damage of the field. Like the the ring, oh, yeah. the ring used to be kind of like it was a persuasion. It was like persuading you to get back to the fight. But there were whole matches that we like won because one of us would like run way out of bounds and get a res off in a really safe area that no one else could really would think to go to and then have those everyone run back and then scavenge and stuff and come back but now like it really is something that like 
I, I, it's like uh, Josh used to always like point out like the ring is closing and like we got to get back over here and like I used to be like well why like why are you pointing that out like no one cares like we'll do what we got to do and we'll worry about the ring later but now it definitely is something that like you that makes the game a little bit more stressful you definitely have to think about where when it's closing uh, and where For it's sure. closing and like how you're gonna move throughout the map more so than you would before where you could kind of just like yeah think of the ring also, as an afterthought. yeah. Also, the thing that we haven't discussed yet is the battle pass is really good. Like, the skins look great. They they did it. <laughs> like, they did it. They pulled off some awesome skins. And that's I great. Mean, I, I haven't seen all of them. I saw the, the, the first skin I really actually like in this entire game is the caustic, like, king. Caustic legendary. Yeah, the lo- caustic legendary, like, Did you see the Bangalore skin? Kind of stuff. No, I haven't. Oh, it's sick. You I don't like it, the think... Watson skins though. The 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 Ooh, uh, like... there's two that are that you know how the skins are yeah, like. Yeah, I it... don't. I'm not big on those, but the her actual rare skins are so good, and the one that they're offering for free right now with Twitch Prime is pretty nice. The My Little Pony one. Yeah. Oh my God, Gallery was using that yesterday. Um, and also I think that there's a skin you get for her at like level thirty of the ballot battle pass that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then they've got like some uh some music packs, loading screens, uh, skydiving emotes. Uh, it's crazy that last season there were like stat trackers on the paid route. Yeah, actually, so I didn't notice that. They, they changed that, didn't they? Yeah. I think that if you buy the, um, like there's a pack where you get the bonus, like it get, you buy like the battle pass plus 25 levels, you get, for those first 25 levels, you get seven, uh, Loot ticks. You get seven loot boxes. Pretty good. Oh, nice. But uh, we're real gamers, so we hate loot boxes. Uh, I'm loving season two. Uh, Apex Legends is um, it's my favorite it's PvP back, game. Baby. You know, if it were, it never left, but it's back. Yeah, um, I played it all through season one. I never stopped liking yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, I never stopped liking it. I have more but... reason to like it. Yeah. Um, they've got those daily challenges, which are pretty cool. I really, really like the beasts. I, I mean, my first moment, my first like, like uh, when when I was dropping for the first time in season two, that was such a culture shock kind of moment of like, I the last time I saw this map, there was not two gigantic leviathans in the middle of the map. Uh, all this stuff was so different. Um, and then as I'm flying down, I'm flying like, um, like almost like under the legs of this big, huge beast, which is like, like I've said before, like really one of the coolest aspects of this universe, something that like makes you the, the one of the few things that make you feel like this is weird. This doesn't, this can't take place on earth. This is like some weird alien planet. But, um, uh, then as I'm like flying past these things, I saw like one of those huge pterodactyls, dragons carrying a loot box. And I like that. I feel like the world is a little bit more dynamic. Yeah, I also love the um, like like there is sort of like pro like a risk reward of shooting down those flyers which are carrying loot because you uh you one of the scariest things in this game is when you start a fight you bring a lot of attention to yourself. Uh, so so it's cool to have that involved in like the looting process as well, where it's like you could see a flyer and you could shoot it, but then you're going to bring people to you. So it's a cool consideration to have to make. Any other games you've been gaming? No, not really. That's my regular. Have, have you heard of this uh, Super Mario Maker 2? From you, yeah. 
Uh, so I've been playing that. I've also been watching people play it. Uh, so Graham Pooh Bear, who creates a lot of uh, levels in the Mario community, he was at one of his, I think one of his games was actually played at uh, SGDQ. And he's been streaming Super Mario Maker. And it's crazy to see how many viewers he has. He has a steady stream of 5,600 viewers, which is pretty crazy for Mario Maker, right? Mm -hmm. That's like more than Trihex. So, you know, even just like watching that game be played is is so much fun. Uh, even more so sometimes than playing it. I just love watching people play Super Mario Maker 2. The, some of the changes are just so crazy. And it, it's hard to talk through all of them. And I think that we talked through some of it last week about like some of the... Um, you know, you could put objectives in it now where it's like you have to kill 15 cheap sheeps before you can proceed and things like that. Um, but it's pretty cool. There's a single player mode that I've been playing through and then I've just been messing around trying to make a level. Hmm. What else? That's you know what? That's that's actually about it for me. I've been playing a ton of Path of Exile, uh, which I think we've already talked about. And I've just been um, chilling in that game. I'm. Just making lots of currency, killing in-game bosses, thinking about making a fourth character. It's gonna be a short one. <sighs> Woof. And you know, I'm I'm so, under the weather. If, I don't know if, if you, you heard about heard, this also, but um, I don't know if Warframe. You heard about this. Have you heard of this? Warframe just released um, another expansion, and this expansion is actually looking to improve the new player experience. How so? Which which means that it's uh, so I'm not sure yet, but. I feel like that could be really relevant to me because Warframe was always doing all of this cool shit, but I actually never got around to seeing the new stuff that they've done because all of it seems to be like mid game end game. Yeah. So it'd be cool if they, um, you know, release something for, for us normies. Yeah. I played, a, I played around with a lot of Warframe for, for a minute there. Um, and I like Warframe, but I think that, I don't know, like I, I, I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like I don't care as much about the uh, aesthetics as uh, I, I would to, to play that game more seriously, just because I hear a lot of people say that, like, the end of the game is that, uh, you know, more dress up, just like a lot of other MMOs have kind of moved to, like, well, we can't give you con infinite content, so the end game is basically, like, you know, dressing up in the coolest I stuff. I feel like it would take a long time to get there. But yeah, I think Guild Wars Two was in an effect in a, in a way kind of similar. Yeah, I know. Um, like, like, yeah. Uh, but well, my favorite thing about Guild Wars Two, and something that I don't think anybody else has nailed, as far as I know, is that in Guild Wars Two, it's all about collecting rare dyes, and the dyes were so cool because it, it gave them a way of offering you a cosmetic while still saying like, "Hey, we're not gonna like the point of this game is to get cool armor and look cooler." And that's still an option, right? Like in so many games, like even in Path of Exile, yeah, I know, I know example, what you're saying. Yeah, you, you you don't get the loot to look cooler; you get the loot to play better. But in but in Guild Wars, they give you both, right? So you can use microtransactions, and you can go through the world doing difficult content to get those rare, uh, specific, unique dyes. And uh, they could still offer you those really hardcore badass armors that you could be getting through gameplay. Yeah, love Guild Wars. I also wanted to go back to um, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 14 because yeah, they have the big Shadow Breakers thing. And people say that with every expansion, it just gets better. It always does. Like I, I really liked the last two expansions. 
Um, and I don't know, but I know that I, I shouldn't, like, I know that I shouldn't, it, 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 it does frustrate me that it's, uh, on a subscription model and that I'd have to pay for it too, that I, like, it's, like, it's, like, very old school in that way, but, you know, it, it, it's hard to hate because, because of that, you don't have to deal with as much, um, like, uh, pay-to-win nonsense or as much, like, you know, free-to-play style, like, oh, open the packs shop, you know, that a lot of other, uh, free-to-play games have to do to make money um so that is nice that it feels like a premium game that's an argument that jim sterling would make but yeah it feels like you're paying for it and you're not being like having like packs and cosmetics and stuff uh shoved down your throat uh but i really like that game i just feel like I i don't have the time for it obviously that's the big problem with mmos is like i don't even know what they could do be on my phone i guess but i don't i don't know what they could do in a lot of other cases to get me back just because they're too much of a time investment. Um, and like, I, I get it, but, uh, too much of a time investment for like too little output. Like if I'm going to play something for a short amount of time, it probably would be apex. Cause then like you, it's like action oriented and it's not like, you know, uh, something like final fantasy where it's like, I'm grinding out something for a reward. Uh, but I'm not like being tested, you know, like with apex, it's like, I'm more sure. just playing it to play it. I'm enjoy- I'm enjoying that moment to moment. But I, I I've always liked Final Fantasy fourteen. I I miss it. Like the music is amazing. The world is really amazing. The story they actually had me like watching the story, uh, in the more recent expansions. The beginning I think is pretty boring. Like the overall like the it's the it's like a horrible new player. Like speaking of speaking of new player, um, like uh, content and the new player experience. Uh, I think Final Fantasy fourteen is so bad about that. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. they've done anything better about it that I, that I'm unaware of. Well, I've got bad news for you. The answer is that they offer the you can pay to skip it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, I know and, this because they were talking about it on. And that's frustrating now. though because that that that's just so frustrating because there's so much. It's not even like yeah. It's not even it's it's no small task to get through that initial story. The amount mm-hmm. of just like story cutscenes, everything like that. Like there's so much to go through in the beginning. I know that they've they've yeah, made um, leveling a lot better. I know that they made like a uh, uh, leveling and gearing a lot more sensical. I know they they created like leveling dungeons where it's like endless waves and like it has like an XP bonus or something. So you like queue up to and to like get thrown into an instance with like low wait times uh and then just keep grinding out experience as long as you can kind of or something like that so i think that they've done a good job with that aspect um, yeah but that's past the new player like the new player experience is more that they have to suffer through a lot of story to get to the good story too um which is kind of frustrating but the, I, I i did like what i had heard from the the setup for this expansion is that because we've always been, like, in Final Fantasy, like, we've always been helping out. Like, Final Fantasy has that classic light and dark. It, it takes place in uh, Evilus, right? It does. Um, it has Final that, Fantasy like, classic world. light and dark um, aspect to it. And I feel like a lot of Final Fantasies are really, like, light and dark and crystals. But uh, so in this Final Fantasy, for years we've been helping out the light side and fighting back against the darkness. 
but because of it like they've that we've created uh, ba- basically like the adventurers like the the people who play the game have created an imbalance where like there's too much light and it's not being checked by the darkness so like you go on this journey to be like become the th- one of the main things you've been fighting the entire time which is the warriors of darkness but before that like everyone is ca- like they refer to your character basically as the warrior of light like you're this like being that the gods the 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 god of light like basically manifests and uses you to be its like a uh, presence on Ivalis. and now we're doing it for the god of darkness to like create a balance so that's kind of cool so i think a lot of the main characters will probably be like working against you in this case i think it's a that's a kind of cool setup and then they of course released new classes they released dancer which sounds really cool and gunbreaker which i don't know why but it's a tank and it has the final fantasy 8 gunblade i don't understand it but it seems cool i guess and then they did big changes to all the classes to like add even more class identity to them so that sounds good Class identity. Yeah. Who needs it, right? Yeah. It's just too bad because I, you grow up, like I grew up playing a lot of MMOs and I like, I love them and I have like a a nostalgia for what it was like to wake up and play an MMO and have friends on the MMO and just feel like you're in this constantly connected world and like the things you'd get in that world were like, everyone was excited like almost like everyone was excited for it. like if i got a good loot drop or something from a raid and like me and my friends play all day like every day then that felt like awesome like you could show that off and like that was like just so exciting i don't know and like i just there's nothing like that i don't know anyone who like actually plays uh anything like as consistently anymore that can just go on apex is the closest and it's only three person yeah and then I'm always playing Path, and that's about it. Yeah. That's growing up. Yep. I guess this is growing up. That's what Dan Mark Hoppus said. I know. Yep. Another guy. And then the other one, Travis Barker. Why don't I, I don't remember one of their names. Mark, Tom, and Travis. Tom Holland. Yeah, I don't know. I Have just you know seen the, that? Uh, Have you seen the new Spider-Man? I did not. I'm watching Stranger Things. Uh, I heard it's... Uh, it is what it is. I heard it's fantastic. Um, I also noticed that Into the Spider-Verse is on Netflix, so that's... Into the Spider-Verse doing. is very good. That's what I'm doing I with my sick day. I heard the Spider-Man is... Um, I hear it's hard to follow up Endgame. That's well, what I've heard. Well, why did anyone expect that it would? That's not how that works. It's like the Endgame was the end of an arc. So, yeah. like, they're between arcs right now. So that doesn't make any sense to expect, like... It should have the, the pomp and the epicness of endgame when it's like mid arc and it's like a side story this is a filler Very episode true. this is a filler episode what of we're doing right now? Th- yeah, this is. is this is the the, the area of mv uh, the mcu that we're in right now is a filler episode it's like uh it's like when goku would go and like uh gather a bunch of watermelons and then fight a dinosaur and then go back to like a party at roshi's island yeah, it's crazy because I'm I'm doing a lot of video gaming, but I'm not playing anything that's too new, you know? No one wants to hear me talk about Path of Exile for the next hour. So I mean, that's just how it is, you know? Like we're So how about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, right? That's oh, you're approaching me? About these days. I've I, been, uh, I love the memes. What am I up to? I still like the memes. I, yeah, I'm up to... Uh, I'm in season four. Uh, this is, I'm in, what is it, Stardust Crusaders? 
that's where I am. What um, what are you watching it on? I watch it on uh, Crunchyroll, but there is an app uh, called Verve that lets you download the episodes off of Crunchyroll if you have a subscription. So I'm watching it on the Verve app so I can download. I wonder if I'd like it more as much as I like uh, just watching or just seeing the the, the memes. It there's, is There's very almost nothing funny. else that I enjoy meme culture of as much as JoJo's and I don't even watch it. It's it is good. Like it is it is equal parts like funny and actiony. Like it's it's like kind of campy. Like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. But there is also some like fucked up shit in that in that show. But it's okay. You've uh you've seen worse. Yeah. Um I I've I've, I've seen fights of the show as well. I've seen stuff like uh, someone like poking a blade through like Dio's head or something, and him t- stopping time. Zawardo, yeah. Zawardo. That's it. If that's that. the one that I would have. You I also, I also can never get over the names. I love the idea of like an ancient, uh, like an ancient god ca- called ACDC. <laughs> yeah. Like they're like the the fact that like. Some of the names are just like, oh, that's Ario Speedway. Like, that doesn't make any sense, like, but I love it. Like, it's just so ridiculous. It's so over the top. It's crazy that the band named uh, itself after an old Egyptian god. I know, right? Isn't that wild? I know. Do you ever just uh, pipe up in in school and you're like, um, what about ACDC? He was also an Egyptian god. What are the other ones? What are the other pillar men? Uh, I don't remember. Are they Egyptian? They look Egyptian, and they have an Egyptian-y sounding song. The song is hilarious. Oh my god! The yeah, the like the Egyptian, like Little John background music. The Egyptian hip hop. Yeah, I I I don't even know if they are Egyptian or right, just like yeah. Some... So there's a who is it? So there was Cars, Wamu, ACDC, and Santana. I, does Santana fit there? Does Wamu? Wham. Wham. Hmm. The band Wham. It is what it is. You don't know Wham? Wake me up before you go. Go. It's a good song. They sang that. That's George Michael. You know George Michael. I think that's it. That's 30 minutes. Yeah, and we're already floundering. If we're discussing so George Michael. If we're just, if we're, if, yeah, if we're talking about George Michael, he's dead, I think. No, he's not. He might be dead. I'm sorry. But that sounds like a good place to end it. We did our due diligence. I'm sick. W, yeah, we we can uh we can play some. We can um, hang our hat on that. We we can play uh, Apex Legends, and uh, we could talk about our experience next week. Uh, WTDGpodcast.com to find the show. What's the deal with games on iTunes? To listen to the show at sign WTDG Podcast on Twitter to talk to the show. Thank you, Ryan Gowan, crying for the use of your music. We use the intro and outro off the old album, Beyond the Fleeting Gales. The intro and outro is Revive off the old album, Beyond the Fleeting Gales. You can find that at the Run for Cover Bandcamp. Um, hop up here. Hop up here. Level Can- podcast. Condenser. Hop up here. Truncate silence. I'll see you on in King's Canyon. See you hot dropping into the furnace.